Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Path Builders Church Divine Church Service. This is Reverend Karen Heasley, and we are so happy that you took time out of your busy day to come and listen to the service. We hope that it will inspire you, as I always say every week, and take something away from it. Thank you. And now I would like to turn the church service over to Reverend Pam Lemon, where she will do the principles. Thank you. The seven principles of spiritualism. The first, the fatherhood of God. Second, the brotherhood of man. Third, the communion of spirits and the ministry of angels. Fourth, the continuous existence of the human soul. Fifth, Personal responsibility. Six, compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth. And seventh, eternal progress open to every human soul. Thank you. Thank you. And now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Marilyn Fair, or she will do the healing prayer. Thank you. Divine Spirit, please send the light of protection to all that need healing here and around the world. We ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, We ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light, love, and power restore us to perfect health. Amen. Amen. Now I want you to think of a loved one, a friend, a relative, or even your pet that might need healing today. And of course, you may also send healing out to the world. At this time, you may send healing to everyone risking their own lives to save others. And you may need healing today yourself. As you are sending healing or asking for healing for yourself, Know that your healing thoughts matter. Know that you matter. You may now think of them and yourself as safe, protected, and healed. Know that the universe, the divine, surrounds them, protects them, and keeps them safe as well as yourself. Know that you are loved. Know that your loved ones, your friends, your relatives, and your pets 
in the world are surrounded by God's love. I have been thinking about how long we have been in this pandemic. We have been wearing our masks and keeping our distance from each other for almost a year. It hasn't been easy. A lot of us are keeping our distance from the people we love most. But with the vaccines, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But we know we still have a long way to go. We are still keeping our distance and trying to cope, sitting quietly, going into the silence will help us get through our trying times. We are living in extraordinary times. We want to move forward, focus on the good things that are in our lives. We have a higher consciousness within us. We are connected to a higher power, God. We can meet the challenges that face us. We can overcome our problems. We can focus on the positive instead of the negative. Our lives are full of decisions. It is up to us what we choose. We can always embrace what is good. There are many good things in our lives. Our positive thoughts are our healing thoughts. We are all healers, as I said before. Yes, we are living through a pandemic, but we are strong and our faith will get us through it. Within all of us is our own sacredness guiding us. These are trying times, and a kind word can go a long way. I'm going to relate a little a little story, just a little one. When I had my groceries delivered to me a while ago, the girl came up on my porch with my bags, and I said, thank you. She looked at me and said, no one ever thanks me. She left my porch, and she had a smile on her face. And a simple, just a simple thank you goes a long way. Remember, when we practice kindness, we are also healing. Thank you. And now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Ashley House, where she is going to do the homily. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Good morning to all our listeners. I thank you for all for taking the time to participate in your spiritual growth. We are blessed this day as we gather as one. An infinite spirit is working for each of our advancement. I hope and pray we may each find our joy in this moment. Today's topic will be on a pioneer spiritualism, a pioneer that has helped pave the way for humanity. With my love of history, I was a little overwhelmed and excited at the same time because there are so many great and wonderful individuals who have been documented and have recorded their own experiences. 
I must say, I'm grateful for books and the use of Internet. I began to pray and meditate, asking for guidance along with inspiration from our spirit world. Then my thoughts were brought to Harry Edwards. Please let me give a short biography of Harry James Edwards, who was born in London on May the 29th in the year of 1893, who would become a great physical and spiritual healer, a man who was gifted with trance speech and clairvoyance, a man who was the son of a printer and a dressmaker who had had eight other siblings. At the age of 12, he joined the London Diocese Church Lads Brigade. And at 14, he began apprenticeship as a printer for seven years. To his dismay, his aspirations were not being fulfilled, and he decided to purpose and pursue a political career and join the Liberal Party. Here's a little more of a history lesson. In July of 1914, World War II, I'm sorry, excuse me, World War I started, and Mr. Edwards, a man who did not know what spirit had intended for him, enlisted in the Royal Sussex Regiment. A year later, in 1915, he found himself helping with the railroad track from Tikkeet and Baghdad, earning helping with the railroad, I'm sorry. A year later, in 1915, he found himself helping with the railroad track from Tikrit and Baghdad, earning the rank of captain. Harry Edwards eventually returned to the UK and married a woman named Phyllis. In Baham, they opened a printing business to support them and their four children while he continued to launch himself in politics, standing for Parliament and council seats without success. This great spiritual healer had no interest in healing until he attended a spiritualist church around 1935. The medium at the church educated Mr. Edwards on his healing power ability and he became a healer. When World War II broke out, he served in the Home Guard and continued his healing to the armed forces. During the war, his family home was destroyed, including his healing documentation. However, Word continued to spread about his wonderful healing abilities, allowing him to relocate into a larger home in 1946. His new location was on several acres, allowing him to establish the Harry Edwards Spiritual Healing Sanctuary in the UK. I also discovered the symbol for the sanctuary is a circle designed with a cross within. The circle representing the whole of the human family, 
and across the influence of the Christ spirit within. Spirit's guidance continued in his life, and he demonstrated to over 6,000 people in 1948 and in 1951. He appeared at the Royal Festival Hall. Years later, in 1954, he had the honor to speak before the Archbishop's Commission on Divine Healing and was able to provide evidence of his healings. He also demonstrated at the 10 o'clock healing minute at the Royal Albert Hall with attendance of another 6,000 people. Eventually, in 1954, Dr. Lewis Rose, a psychiatrist, completed an investigation study on spiritual healing, therapeutic touch, and faith healing. It was published in the British Medical Journey, stating that no single case revealed that the healer's intervention alone resulted in any improvement or cure, end of quote. However, in 1954, Harry Edwards became the first president of the National Federation of Spiritual Healers. Then in 1958, the commission report stated that neither the church or the medical profession accepted the claims of spirit healers that they were responsible for successful healing. End of quote. And Harry Edwards never received a copy of this report. Because we all need healing in our lives, I chose to discuss Mr. Edwards for all his trials and tribulations. He and Spirit still achieved such wonderful accomplishments for humanity. What an inspiration his life is to me. During my study, I continue to discover the importance of spiritual growth and to be grateful and to remember to take the time to invent spirit for life experiences, good and bad. I hold some of the statements in my heart. Your first thoughts should be prayerful ones Addressed to God, the Father of all mankind. Speak to God in simple thought, in a perfectly natural way. Express in these thoughts that you desire to serve him for all that is good and perfect, to restore happiness and remove disharmony whether it be of the mind or body. Ask that his ministers and spirits will give you guidance and protection during your meditation and thus having the utmost confidence that divine strength and good influences will be with you. End of quote. I personally feel beauty 
and comfort in his words. This great healer journeyed to Cyprus in 1954 and was initiated into an inner circle, the researchers of truth. He was gifted in so many ways, including as a contact healer. Contact healing takes place when healing guides or a spirit doctor from the spirit realm uses healing energy or a healer's etheric energy through the healer as a conduit to the person in need. And with the healer's purposeful thought force, Mr. Edwards claims that spirit scientists use him as a conduit, such as Lord Lister and Louis Pasteur. Contact healing also allows for attunement for spiritual healing and uses thought energy. Mr. Edwards also stated that spiritual healing is a gift of God and should be available to all who seek it. The healer must remember that he or she is the channel through which the love of God may flow and keep in mind a humility and dedication to serve of all mankind, end quote. Many individuals feel that spiritual healing is the highest form of mediumship and dealing with love, compassion, generosity, and unselfishness. During my read, I also discovered that a healer may also use distant healing or absent healing to help individuals. Harry Edwards was receiving 10,000 letters a week for distant healing at the sanctuary. Distant healing is the most enlightened method in allowing spirit to awaken and develop healers who feel compassion and love for those that need wellness. Mr. Edwards drew thousands of individuals to his demonstrations. He also participated in divine healing, the prayer healing, also which is common to all religions. This is where direct thought are directed through attunement during intercession from spirit. This method is expressed in healing groups, churches, and prayer circles, and is continued to be used in society today. Harry Edward transitioned over into the Summerland in 1976. The sanctuary is still internationally recognized today as individuals still contact the sanctuary to request spiritual healing. As I researched his wonderful accomplishments, I discovered he was an accomplished author. One of his works is a guide to the understanding and practice of spiritual healing. I highly agree with his statement that mediumship involves self-discipline, a pure of heart, 
and a spirit rapport with Father God and the spirit world. I feel there are many benefits to the healing book and through purposeful thoughts and through law-governed forces, including our faith in the unseen. I ask that you please take a moment today and send a text to the church and have your loved ones, friends, yourself, or fur babies' names placed in the healing book. As we know, all healing comes from God, the infinite source of love and light. May God touch our hearts and teach us the true power and wisdom of spiritual growth, love, compassion, forgiveness and healing of spirit, soul, mind, and body. May God show love to each of us in the coming week as we seek our higher purpose, as we learn to be generous in all things. May our bonds and friendships continue to blossom with infinite spirit, our Father God. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Thank you. And now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Pam Lemon, where she will do the closing prayer. Thanks, Reverend Karen. This is called Adversity and Trust from our book of Spiritualist Prayers. Great Spirit, infinite mystery, creator of all, create in us the courage to shoulder our responsibilities gladly. Help us not to despair when the burden gets heavy, when it wears us down, when one more responsibility will bend us to the ground. Remind us that most of life's most valuable lessons come slowly with perseverance over time. So often it is only in retrospect that we can see this gradual evolution of our spiritual strength, our character. Just as we know that there is a reason for everything, lead us to understand the purpose of adversity on our lives. Help us when we cannot see the reason to trust that the experiences in our path have a purpose for ourselves as well as for others. This trust is such a blessing, creating a shift of understanding within us that allows us to carry the heaviest burden gladly. May we draw sustenance from the wisdom of those who came before us and who understood this lesson. Lift thine eyes to the mountain, whence cometh help. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now as we always do now as we always do every week, let's take a moment of silence so we can send healing around the world. So 
Okay. So, um, as we always tell you every week, and I always say this, the church is physically closed, but if you need any help in any way, you can all, always call the church or send email to spiritualpath1 at yahoo.com. And as was mentioned in the homily today, we have our healing book here. If you need know of anybody that needs healing, or even yourself, send that to me and we will put the names or your name in the healing book. Also, we are continuing to have our um, Wednesday night circle at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you would like to be a part of this circle, please send me another email and I will send you the instructions on how to participate in the meeting. So now, as I close this service, I hope that you all have faith, hope, clarity, forgiveness, kindness, and humility. And remember, you are never, never alone. Never. So I hope that all of you will be the light that helps others see. God bless you, and have a great week.